welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast. Whoa, 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 way in the water, way in the... What up, though? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm back uh, with uh, another edition of Point Five. Little announcement, couple announcements. First announcement, back in the studio, first of the year. Uh, just talked to Vic. Um, no issues at all. I just ain't been feeling like going to the studio. I'm just, I be tired. I drive. I'm just like, eh, ooh. I'll get him next time. Get him, Tiger. Um, uh, let's see. Season four announcement. Because if you're hearing this now, I already said I would be announcing it. Season four will be released in its entirety. Uh, actually, first off, it's broken down. I'm breaking down season four into two parts to be released January, the first week of January. All right, boom. That was a lie. <laughs> Part one for season four will be released January 14th, 2019. All right, continue. With a special surprise uh, intro um, and an interlude, uh, two episodes. Um, part one will be called In Search of Dot 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 Love RS, which is inspired. The title, the title is inspired by the Neptune's In Search of album. Uh, what, what else? Uh, I'm not releasing the second half title. However, I have the cover art, which will be released on Christmas Day. Uh, like I said, the in its entirety, part one will be released uh, first week of January. Um, for part one, we'll be covering attraction and dating. Um, and we'll, we'll go from there. Uh, there we have it. Thank you for bearing with me because I know I started this whole campaign for season four in June. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But time and then getting caught up with uh, season whatever fucking season I'm in. The limbo season with 25 rounds and .5 and all for one and all this shit and all this and that and blah, blah, blah. Boom, boom, boom. The band is back together again. Got Norm and Stacy. Jesus, man. So, man, no, no, man, like, let's start with you, man. Like, what's been going on? What's going on with the album? How's the album coming? Like, how you feeling? How's everything? How's life? Man, uh, everything is cool, bro. Uh, the album, uh, it's actually, it was actually done. Um, had to, uh, go back, retweak some things, because, uh, my vocals got recorded, like, too loud. Mm. So it just falls around my ears. Damn, like I was telling I got it mixed and mastered and everything. Everything was done and I heard it. Like, nah, so we gonna go back. Um, But it's dope because uh, I actually, you know, linked up with a producer. You know what I mean? He hit me up or whatever. He threw me some, some dope joints. So I got some joints I'm gonna add to it. So, you know, got some exclusive joints jumping off. And uh, other than that, man, I've been chilling. Went back to New York, touched down, relaxed a little bit, got some inspiration. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, same as with different animals, man. Yeah. Anything. No pun. 
No pun intended. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick. So, um, first off, you had one picture you just put on Instagram. I think you put it up on Saturday, and the the whole background just that shit just looked like an album cover with the uh. Oh, the... you took the word right out. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> hey, y'all, I'm looking at this shit. I said, this nigga here. <laughs> <laughs> one after the other. One after the other, I was like, okay, album cover. Number one, number two. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like the deluxe cover. I was like, oh, this got bonus songs. Deluxe <laughs> cover. Yo, it's crazy. Cause I was just walking down the street, and uh, the lights, the lights caught my eye. You know what I mean? Because uh, when I'm doing the humble, and, um, niggas was on some some action bronze and shit. We just went around. We was high. We was smoking. Went to go get Sunday. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, son. I'm like, yo, what is fucking whatever right here this building i think it was like some mexican like dance club or some shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> the fucking the, the lighting the, the people moving just the car just the whole backdrop that shit just i just saw it this shit clicked in my mind and bung we got some good ass tacos after that from the tacos yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was the fucking jackson high always a good time Hey, I got I got one more question, and my homegirl, uh, shout out to Jazz, she was like, "Hey, yo, real quick, uh, what's with Norm in the word dungarees?" <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> she was like, "There he go using the word again." <laughs> Funny, I'm in the car with my man smoking earlier, and he's like, "Yo, who the fuck says dungarees?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, that." I feel like that's some just some like some old school nigga shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> this shit clicked in my mind when I heard the the, the uh the old Lee's commercial, you know what I mean? <laughs> the Lee Dungaree. That shit just clicked in my mind when I was writing, you know what I mean? Like, yo, instead of saying pants, you know what I mean? Fucking dungarees. That shit niggas don't fuck like that. Some bomb. <laughs> yo folk having the repertoire. Yeah, you said new Tim. What do you think? What'd you say? Same dungarees, new Tim? Old, old, old Tim's new dungarees. That's what it was. It's funny because yeah. that's um that's um that's the nigga Edo. You know what I mean? One of his uh he just came out with a joint. I want to say like the beginning of this month. That shit is some cold weather rap. Like I love that shit. It sounds like old niggas just ain't got time for nothing, and it's just cold outside. You know what I mean? That shit is so great. I love grown man hip hop, yo. There we go. Stacy, what's up, man? What's been new? How's how's man. the uh, podcast coming? What's what's what we got going this on going on this week? Our nigga can't talk. <laughs> it's cool. Um I mean it was I had to record twice this week, technically. Like I started and then I had a moment like I, I, I'm just gonna say it. Like I got too high to record. I got I got way too high. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try and sugarcoat it and say something else. No, like, I just wanted to take a nap. I got 13 minutes into the episode. I looked at my friend. I said, yo, look, we just going to have to do this remotely because my friend actually came into town. Like, <laughs> I hadn't seen him since I was in New York. And yeah. I feel bad because he was like, yo, I'm here. We can go ahead and do this while I'm here. I'm like, yo, I'm going to call you tomorrow because this shit is not happening. Fiddle <laughs> with the, you know what? Right, right. Not today. <laughs> not, not today. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! But um, we got through it, and it'll be out again. Um, of course, this week Thursday. Um, 
you know, I always talk about, I just try to talk about real life things and just try to give my take on it. And if I have some sort of experience that I can share that somebody can relate to, that's all I really care about. Like nobody's ever known how they feel and what they go through. So same thing every Thursday. Mm. Yeah. In the, in the midst of, uh, the, what was it between the last two weeks, Norm and I have been asked to be a part of a podcast super group. Shout out to, uh, Low from the dusk of Low. He was on 5 p.m. in Calgary. And uh, J.R. Swift, which is a, a very talented producer, um, he uh, he's actually, you can hear one of his beats on the West Side Gun. What album is that, Norm? I think that's Hitler Wears Hermes. Hermes was, Hitler Wears Hermes 6. The uh, Big and Luther Freestyle. Um, he actually has our uh, beat tapes as well. I'll have the um, info in the bio uh, for you. But yeah, man, the, our name is the Council. That shit is hard. Uh, <laughs> the uh, my bad. Uh, Low he uh, did the intro. It came out fantastic. Um, real genuine guys, man. Um, Definitely. We got uh, we got part two coming out uh, Saturday. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, bro, I didn't think something like this would happen, like, but you know, you building with people, networking, people respect your, your craft just as much as you respect theirs, and you know, shit happens, and that's what's supposed to happen, organic collaborations, nothing forced, and shit like that. So, shit bugs me out. Corey be like saying this shit, you know what I mean? Like long before this should be happening, and it should be happening. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like the 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 shit. What what Mozzie say? The shit gotta work. It gotta work. You can right. fuck with me on anything else, but you cannot fuck with me on this. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Yeah, man. Uh, so let's let's jump right into it. Uh. Tory Lanez versus Royce the Five Nine. Niggas is making bad life decisions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't know he went that far. I thought we were still like on him filling his button thing. I know he kind of started getting extra after the whole Joe Button thing. I didn't know he went that far. What Joe Button thing? You know, he um, Joe Button called him up or whatever, and then after that, that's when he went ahead and did that whole performance where he was uh, pulling other people's songs and. You know, still trying to do the King of R&B thing. I thought that's pretty much where it ended. I didn't know this nigga went to a totally different place. Oh, yeah, man. So, uh, basically, um, let me try to find the article. But, yeah, he they they had, like, a little back-and-forth exchange. Uh, and somebody had asked, um, somebody had asked Royce, does he think that... Tory Lanez won the battle with Joyner Lucas. Um, first off, who do y'all think won that? That's where it's coming from. Um, to be completely honest with you, I didn't pay that any mind. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I don't know. It de- it depends on what kind of music you, you like. Um, yeah. But uh, he said no. It was just a clear no. And then Tory Lanez responded... That's why you rapidly ass niggas always had the wrong concept. I'm sorry. 
conception of a W. <laughs> this nigga had sex in his words. Uh, but the wrong conception of a W shows why y'all careers look how they look now. What? Yeah. All right. Then it's more. Twait. The Ethamore. <laughs> Ain't no. This is Tory Lanez too. Ain't nobody scared of Rolls Five Seven lyrically. I deleted my comment because I'm not gonna keep. Acting like my nigga Joyner didn't do his thing. The old nigga Conda had a point. What I said came off like some hating shit. People are allowed to think anybody won. Simple. Royce the 5'9 responds. My nigga, if you trying to get your motherfucking ass beat, you doing everything right. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt because you're Canadian. Now go play somewhere before I get upset. <laughs> Then, Tory Lanez responds, Easy Mr. Muscle Milk. <laughs> yo, wait. Wait, yo. Easy Mr. Muscle Milk, don't let your gym workout in the fumes in the air start confusing your mind. Old ass niggas talk. Oh, I'm sorry. Old ass nigga talking about the, about he before, wait, <laughs> old ass niggas talking about he before I get upset on Twitter. Fuck you fitting to do. Fight me through emojis and text nigga. Mm. Wait for it. Nigga, suck my dick. Young nigga world. Yep. Okay. Somebody better find, this is Royce. Somebody better find that little sucker and take his phone before he gets himself in some trouble. I mean that. Right, because we've seen Tory Lanez fight before, and we and we also know what Royce the 5'9 is about. Um, yeah, then Royce, Royce, <laughs> Royce kindly responds. All right, this is after he uh texts uh after he said the suck my dick part. Royce responds. All right, cool. Remember you said that, not me. And that's where it ends. Right. He must not want to perform in Detroit. Yeah, I'm sure he must not. Shout out to Trick Trick. <laughs> yeah, that's that. <laughs> in the, in the Cheddar Boys. He's healing himself. Bro. Wow. I mean. Yo, yo low, get fans, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> low, you need to lock. You need to knock on that nigga door like, hey, bro. Nigga said, I give you the benefit of the doubt because you're Canadian. Like, who? What? <laughs> you don't know the rules, yo. You violated. Yeah, you know, bro. That's, he must not want to cross that border too often. For real. Um, but uh, here's my thing. And, and this is kind of similar to the whole uh, Offset versus Lazy Bone thing that happened earlier in the week. I think last week or something. Um... Here's my thing. I'm all for I'm all for having a a debate or even like a small disagreement because of preference. Um but when you start getting the whole the threats and the disrespect thing, it's like come on man. Like don't get me wrong, people know I choose reasonable doubt over illmatic. Some people don't like that. 
But I'm not about to get all disrespectful, like, oh, fuck Nas. And Nas is a bitch. I'm not doing all of that. Why would you do that? Like, that's just a level of respect outside of entertainment. You have to have respect for people. And that whole inviting you, inviting, a, inviting another man to your private area, that's too much. That's too, that's too much. It's weird. Y'all getting out of hand, niggas. Niggas under 25 just don't give a fuck. Yo, that's, yo, that's yeah. what I'm saying, yo. We was in school and, you know what I mean, around that age and shit like that. You, you definitely got beat the fuck up. Those was fighting words. Yeah, yo. Like, what the fuck you just say to me? Yeah, exactly, son. Like, nah, violators get violated. And that's a violation. And I'm sure if anything, if nothing else comes from this, He'll at least be punched in the eye or mouth. <laughs> Yo, I remember, um, y'all remember when Joe Buzz got uh, punched by the Wu and shit? Yep. yep. I, um, I, there's a video of them, like, I guess after the fact. Yep, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, when Royce was like, Yo, yep. all I'm saying is, if I wasn't there, this shit wouldn't have happened. <laughs> like, period. Right. Nigga walked off. <laughs> Whoever's recording, he walked right in front of them and walked off. Like that's all I'm saying. They kept on talking. They was like, "But wait," he was like, "No, it wouldn't have happened." Period. You know, I'm like, "Oh, he's a ride or die. <laughs> he's a ride or die." That's a that's my friend. <laughs> that's my friend. Um, yeah, it would seem like a slow week in hip hop. I don't, I don't really remember too much going on. Um, Grammy nomination, shout out to, uh, Nipsey, uh, Pusha, um, I seen Kanye's been nominated for producer of the year. Your man, your man. (laughs) Kanye Tudor. (laughs) Well, I don't, I guess that's because him producing the albums, but I don't. It was only two good albums out of that whole thing. And I'm starting, oh, here we go. Stacy, here we go. Tiana Taylor's video. Yes. Man. Yes. Man. Whew. That that is uh that made me love the song even more. I still feel like Ghostface yeah. has the best verse. And I I don't know why Ray Kwan wasn't in the video, but it was definitely a great video. It it felt like it felt like niggas childhood, yo. That nineties hip hop. Yeah. That walking in New York in the summertime or the spring and your coat halfway open, your mama yelling at you. Zip it up your coat. Right. The way the video was shot, the way she was dressed, the the dancing, the way she did everything was everything was everything in that video. Yeah, Puffy should be happy. Oh, was with that dance? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. That definitely was a, a puff-ass dance, that bop, you know what I mean? That much mm-hmm. all them shit is something, you know what I mean? Because Dame got that Elias shoulder bop, too, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, you're right. Yeah, gotta be some Harlem shit. Yeah, man. I spent the uh, last couple uh, weeks just watching random documentaries. Uh what? I watched the Jam Master J one, which was interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, only like one thing I didn't know about all of that was the uh, the the whole father and son uh, aspect uh, of them being suspects. That's about it. Everything else I remember growing up and watching the MTV special on that. Um, 
I watched the Jay Z one. It was like the genius made it out the hood. They it wasn't like a typical documentary on Jay Z. It seemed like it was a balanced one. It was people speaking for him and against him. It was it's rather interesting. It's on YouTube if you, anybody wants to um check that out. Uh I still need to watch that. Yeah, it's it was interesting. I was I ain't gonna hold you, I was kinda surprised like it's talking about the uh his response to Harry Belafonte um on the Matt Nakata. Um, I and I it was it was cool. It was it was cool to give that aspect. It wasn't like a whole bunch of pro Jay Z uh during the whole documentary. It was pretty even. Um so but yeah. So this edition of point five we're going to uh get into my playlist, like I said, top of the year, we back with the regular 25 rounds. Um, but yeah, we're going to start with, oh, what did I have? Oh, Pharrell, off the Girl album, Know Who You Are, which is a duet with Alicia Keys. feel about Pharrell singing versus his rapping? Which do you prefer? Honestly, I prefer his rapping. I prefer rapping. I don't like too much melodic Pharrell. And like, I don't know. Like, even the album, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I really didn't give this album a try because I hated Happy. So like, this nigga like, like, love guns. Whatever that song. I fucking hated that song. I fucking hated that song. It irritated me. It was just like, how happy can you really be? So like, I don't know. I kind of just prefer. I, I like move that dope Pharrell. I like that Pharrell. I don't like happy Pharrell. Oh, uh, t- typical. Out of the loop. I feel like I live in a sewage when it comes to like music. Sometimes y'all be so underground. Maybe some new shit that be out that be like popular. I don't know nothing about it. Alright, so this album, it did have Happy on it. It also had a, a, a duet he had with um, Justin Timberlake that's pretty good. Uh, the album was really good. I don't think... I don't think anybody... I don't think the public really gave the album a chance outside of Happy. I do remember being in the... 
What's that? Uno's? No, 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 no. It was in Owens Mills. It's not Uno. I mean, not Owens Mills. It was in Columbia. Not Uno's. Uh, fuck. It might have been Uno's. But wherever I was, I was in Columbia, and they were playing that. Um, I'm lying like shit. I was in Red Robin. I was in Red Robin, and they was playing the Justin Timberlake collaboration. But like I said, I don't remember no videos or anything else. I don't remember him pushing the album like that. I do remember it being a tour. But, um... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, next up, I have Travi McCoy, um, the manual featuring T Pain and Cash. They say anything is possible, and life's just another obstacle. Well, show me the manual. I'm just this place, somewhere between the superstar and the boy that I used to be. Actually, his name is Young Cash. Um, how familiar are you guys with Travis McCoy? And did you guys like Gym Class Hero, which is the uh, group he's actually from? I didn't know that. Uh, I did not know that. Um, I've, I've, I'm, uh, I've heard his name before. I, I've, uh, I've heard, like, my man, he, he likes the group. And he uh, tried to put me on to him. Alright, so um, alright, so this album's called Lazarus, right? So um, like I said, he was from Gym Class Heroes. Um, he's a rap, he does rap, and actually, Tiger is his cousin. Um, oh, wow. And I believe, if I'm correct, when Gym Class Heroes, or was it? I think it was. I want to say it was Gym Class Heroes or Fallout Boys. Long story short, um. They were performing, and let's say I want to say it was Gym Class Heroes. It was like an MTV thing. I remember watching it, and um, they brought Tiger on, and I believe they were performing with Wayne, um, or something like that. And that's how Wayne and Tiger actually got introduced to each other. Um, but Travi McCoy was from Gym Class Heroes, the leading man, and then he, you know, stepped out there, did a solo album. And it was actually released on Nappy Boy, um, T-Pain's, uh, label. That was during the time that T-Pain could do no wrong with anything. And he had a label. This album came out. The leading song was with, I believe, Bruno Mars. Um, let me see if you guys remember this song. Uh, this is like when Bruno Mars wasn't like, the billionaire song. I wanna be a billionaire. I wanna be a billionaire. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Okay. So that was Travis' song. Um, that was this is mind you, this is in 2010. So, um, but this was before the wave of Bruno Mars and Bruno Mars being as big as he is. But like I said, this it it was cool. The album, I love the album actually. I I, I want to say I actually bought the album. Um, it starts off with a CeeLo song called "Not to Feel Good." CeeLo sings his motherfucking heart out per usual. Um, but I think he's a really underrated artist, 
Um, I don't think people pay too much attention to him as a solo artist because I believe this was the only album that came out. And if I'm correct, he lives somewhere in Maryland. Um, I follow okay. him on Instagram, but I always fuck with Travi. You know, I got a fun fact. The same fun fact I had about Max B is, you know, I keep up all my people. Okay. You already know what I'm about to say. His daddy's Haitian. <laughs> Making him an amazing human being. <laughs> he's an amazing <laughs> human being. Every fucking time, he's automatically an amazing human being. I actually met him once in Miami, like, real quick. And he actually was really sweet, but only thing that matters, the nigga's Haitian. <laughs> 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 so when you met him, like, where were you at? Like, where? I was actually at work. I was working at a bank. I'm not gonna say the name. I'm starting to learn my lesson about that. Don't but, do that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, right back my window. Yeah, right, right. In well, fact, I'm going to reverse this. Y'all should have seen him. No, I'm no. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well, I didn't say the bank. I didn't say the bank, though, but I was working at a bank in Miami. He actually wound up at my window, and I wound up helping him, and it was, like, a really big transaction or whatever, so he was there for, like, 20 minutes, but super sweet, like, real laid-back guy, cracked a couple of jokes. You know, rich people always got good temperaments in the bank. It's always dope. <laughs> I got money in here. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, take your time. Whatever you need. Fill out the form. <laughs> so how was your day? When are you going to lunch? All right. <laughs> what you eat? You yeah, yeah. I like sushi. You eat sushi? I like sushi. Snicks <laughs> <laughs> just so nice. <laughs> Next up, I have uh, Ed Sherman. Or Sherman. Uh, <laughs> Sherman. Uh, thinking out loud. When your legs don't work like they used to before. Whoa. <laughs> And I can't sweep you off of your feet Maybe just the touch of a hand Well, me, I fall in love with you every single day And I just want to tell you I am So, honey, now God damn, this is so, so, so full just make you want to rock back and forth. Kiss me I'm doing it now. I'm snapping my fingers. Yeah. Alright, so this song, uh, Baby Corey actually put me on this song. She went to her mother one weekend and then she came back like, Daddy, can we listen to Thinking Out Loud? And I was like, what's that? That's not rap. That don't even sound like a rap title. Uh-huh. I don't... What? Who, who you uh-huh. been with? <laughs> That's the white boy with the glasses? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, my daughter listened to that nigga too, bro. Yeah, that's that shit, bro. Uh, it's, it's, I don't, I don't know. I've never, like, honestly, I've never listened to anything outside of this song. I do know that he gets embraced by hip hop. Um, yeah, definitely. definitely. Which that's is interesting. So you got to respect his vocals for that if he's getting embraced by that's the culture. So. That's the first time I heard him. He definitely can sing. Well, no, that was another song. What's the song that he had that Candy wrote for him? Oh, oh, it it had uh, it had parts of No Scrubs on it in it. Yeah, and then she wrote it for him. I remember what's the name of the album? What's, what's, that was a popular song of his too. Yeah, hold on, I'm about to pull it up. Uh, photograph. No, it was a fairly recent song. It was a yeah. Let's see. Uh, 
Hmm. So I'm reading this. It says uh, he stretches out beyond his original acoustic hip-hop sound. Rick Rubin and Blenny Blanco produced a rap bass hit, Don't. Is it that? No. No, it was Shape of You. That's what I'm it was. The shape of You, yeah. Cause you know, you know what? I don't think she, I don't think she wrote for him. Really? I I think I, I think the issue was that. he didn't give them credit for sampling. No scrubs. Uh, I thought I was under the impression that she wrote. Everybody kept saying she wrote I, a song for him. I want to. Well, it's quite possible because I feel like um Tiny was in the midst of that too. Yeah. Um. Wait. Hold on. We can look that shit up. Let's see. Yeah. I'm looking right now. Why Candy and Tiny just received credits on Shape of You? Okay. No. Okay. I think you are right. I think it is only because they sampled No Scrubs. Now that I'm looking at it, it wasn't that she actually wrote it. Let's see. And I think you know what that it all stemmed from. Um, this is what social media does right by people. Like I feel like when the song came out and somebody realized that he sampled no scrubs or at least a melody or different words or something like that, and the fans were commenting on it like, "Dang, so you're not gonna give them credit?" It kind of came off like a culture vulture kind of thing without giving the credit, but he did correct it extremely fast. Extremely fast, like within a week's time of that going on, it was corrected. Gotcha, that makes sense. And all that I was looking at it too, yeah, that, that is what it was. I don't know why everybody kept saying she wrote the song, she wrote the song. So you gotta look up shit yourself. Yeah, because I think it was around the, the time, I think he won a Grammy off of that. Mm hmm. But, um, oh, sidebar, uh, I listened to the drink chance from this week and it had Pleasure P on it. Such an unfortunate really? situation. That is a that's probably one of the best uh episodes of Drink Chance I've heard in a long time. It's really sad the how his career went, but he did uh say that um so basically the thing was he had Lollipop first. He wrote it with uh Static Major and then Wayne had got his hands on it. Wayne of course wrote his his uh verses, but um the the demo version of it is Pleasure P. Um and uh so basically he sold all his well he he in order to try to make money, so the uh Pretty Ricky and Pretty Ricky's dad, which was managing him in the label, so they wouldn't get the money, he put them put everything in his manager at the time's name. And basically, the manager pretty much fucked them over. And ironically, the manager is Yo Gotti's manager now. And uh, so basically, he doesn't get writer's credit for stuff. It comes in his manager's name. And he was saying that he probably gets sued because, you know, that's like copyright infringement for the most part. Or something of that fact. Basically, dodging the fact that, basically trying not to pay them. Being on a label at the time, you know stuff like that. But it's if you if you guys get a chance, anybody anybody listening, please listen to that. It's a good two hours, but it's well worth it. And it's kind of like fucked up, and it really shows you the side of the of being an artist that people really don't talk about because they're scared to talk about it. But being trapped in a deal and them him 
being signed as not only in a group, but not realizing that he was signed to a group and so as a solo artist as well. He had to pay like a million dollars to get out of the contract. It was crazy. And then like them putting the rumor out there with the molestation of a, a little girl. They he said that uh the father and one of the sons that was in the group um basically started the rumor just so he couldn't make money. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, so yeah, man. Shout out to Pleasure P, bro. And he ran up on Trey Songs. Um, that was an interesting story. That was that was wild. For sure. Ran up on that nigga in another country too. Um, yeah, bro. It, it was it was a really good interview. But next up, I got Irk the Jerk right here. Little raunchy. I just wanna fuck you right here. Alright, so um Earth the Jerk is from Richmond, California. Uh yeah, it's uh Um I really oh, honestly I don't really know too much about him. Um I do remember like I randomly got this song I was like listening to like Apple Music Shuffle or some shit like that, and it came up. But um, he's from the Bay, so you know I I I love the Bay music. Um, I like the whole hyphy movement. Unlike a, like a lot of people on this this side of the uh, country, they don't really care about you know Bay Area music. Shout out to E Forty. I'm a huge E Forty fan, but uh. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know too much about him. I mean, by all means, everybody check him out. Uh, next up, we have uh, whoo, we got Stacy Homeboy, Nipsey, YG. Alright, so recently, um, I've gone back to try to listen to albums because you know, you get a whole year, you forget what the fuck come out in the beginning of the year. So, um, I took the time to go back and listen to not only this, but KOD as well, but this was a really solid album. Um, shout out to Nipsey too, because he, he be wearing like these different color Rock Nation hats that ain't out yet. And I'm kind of jealous. He had a red one and a bright blue one. So I'm getting upset because I, Emery, got Emery, call me, call me. Call me, because I ain't got... Come on. Come on now. We're going to have to do business. I got something coming down the pipeline, sir. You know what I'm saying? But uh, feelings on Nipsey's album, and does he have the album of the year? I like it a lot. Go ahead, go ahead, Noah. I like it a lot. Um, but, I don't think... I mean, I don't know. See, like, the, the other joints, I don't know if those are albums. You know, the previous joints, he release but i think um this one is solid i guess 
all around the board. Like it's solid, like well-rounded. But I like the other joints better. I think the one before this, the one you put out before that, if it's a mixtape, whatever. I like that one better. But um, now I, I say it's up there. It's definitely up there. I don't know if it's the album of the year. Though. It's definitely up there. What about you, Stacey? I know for me, it's definitely my top five of the year. And I still can never get sick of status symbols. Like, that's forever going to be yeah. my shit. But I just like Nipsey as a human being. I like somebody who, I, 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 mean, I'm, I mean, I'm an adult, and I keep my hands to myself and all that. But I like a man who says, like, like chill before I mess the shit out of you, and he means it. And I like Nipsey for that, too, as an individual. But as far as that album, yeah, it's definitely in my top five for the year. I like I like what Nipsey does with that status symbol shit because I think that's like the third one. Yeah. Oh, just fucking dope. You know what I mean? That shit is just Nipsey makes you know what I mean dope music. Like, and I like about how he keeps it, keeps that shit Cali. You know what I mean? It sounds mm-hmm. real, super authentic Cali. I fuck with him for that. Um, do you feel like? Okay, this has always been my idea, uh, my question when it comes to um, West Coast music living on the East Coast. Do you feel like it's really necessary for West Coast artists to be played on a radio here? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because, um, like, especially now, like with the younger generation and all that shit, Maybe maybe it's different because you know the internet and all that, but not having I don't want to say access to it, but not being familiar with like the music that's coming from over there. Besides just like mainstream shit, like or, you know, I mean, I, I, mainstream. I mean like super mainstream. Just now niggas is getting familiar with Nipsey or whatever, but before all niggas had was like Kendrick. You know what I mean to go off of and. That's not a good, like, grasp of, you know what I mean, or a good, like, I guess, scale of all of that music that that's coming from the West Coast. There's so much dope shit that came out this year alone from over mm-hmm. there. So I feel like we, we're neglecting it, you know what I mean? Because when, when it was the South, it was a problem, you know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, the South, you know what I mean, got something to say, da, 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 why not, why, why, why they not being played up north and so on and so forth, and uh, Cali making super dope shit. So, yeah, I definitely feel like that, you know what I mean? That music should be played. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially because their artists are so good in general. I already told you how yeah. I felt about West Coast yeah. artists. I feel like they don't get enough credit. I, I can't even name one right now that's trapped, except for that blue face nigga. Nah. <laughs> 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 Yo. Yo. One trash artist. But, but yeah. yeah. You think it'd be like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, nigga <laughs> said, I keep two dicks in my pants. What, what You do what? <laughs> you do what? <laughs> the nigga start defending them in the comments like, yeah, dicks where we from is guns. Yeah, alright, okay. You got one, you supposed to have one penis. I ain't trying, ain't nobody trying to hear none of this, bro. You weird. Nigga's talking crazy, yo, son. like, yeah, alright. Alright, I hear you. Don't get the line on records, bro. Like, right, I hate he got he, it's just a he a wild kid. You a wild boy. You a wild boy. Um, 
Next up, uh, I got my man. This is crazy. Um, is it? Have you guys ever had a situation that you know, an artist, uh, like an up and coming artist that you have some type of contact with? They're on your actual my favorites mix. Mm, no, wait. Go ahead, no. no, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go, go ahead, Steve. What, what do you mean, my actually had contact? You mean like you met them in, in person? Either met or them like, oh, or, like, all right, so next up I have my man, uh, JD. Um, JD is actually my man Jabari's uh, nephew, and I took a liking to his music, and I actually played his music before on 25 Rounds. Um, and it's actually the same song, Where You Been? Um, but... I always think it's kind of crazy when you, when, like, I mean, I, I mean, I guess you guess I've never met him before, but I've always supported his music and we've always talked uh, about the music and stuff like that. So it's just kind of weird to them popping up on my friends mix. Yeah. But uh, let's, let's get into uh, JD. Where you been? Uh, sidebar, I was listening to the new Gucci Man album and I'm listening to, I was like, damn, this flow sound like JD flow. And I, I immediately sent it to my, uh, sent it to Abari like, yo, this shit kind of sound like yo ripped off his flow, but you know, it's hip hop and you know, sometimes shit just happens, you know. Yes. Has that happened to you, Norm? Like just My listening to somebody records and be like, damn you where you get that flow from? Uh I think I think now, like certain cats I might I might hear something like reminiscent. Like, oh you sound you know what I mean, familiar, but I don't ever think um it's intentional mm -hmm. but like it's certain certain times or like, you know, just just because of the power of the internet come across different things. Yesterday, uh, I came across a video of this dude sounded just like Kendrick. Like, it was scary, and I was mm -hmm. so upset because, like, he was, like, intense. It's one thing when your voice, like, sounds like him or you kind of, like, you know, you, you, that's one of your influences or whatever. It's um, it's a great example. It's a cat I listen to, white boy, named uh, Your Old Drew, you know what I mean? Cat from New York. And when he first came out, yeah, that, like, Nas. Yeah, exactly. Sounded like like sounded like Nas. Like, and show his face, and a lot of people were saying, "Oh, this Nas coming on me under a new name, whatever, whatever." But it, I heard him. You know I mean, go on, and it wasn't like, "Oh yeah, he was stealing Nas flow." The nigga voice just sound like Nas. You know what I'm saying? And, but yeah, it's, it's it's ill when you hear when the nigga biting, and then you hear niggas sound similar. So hip hop, yeah, hip hop is is and shit is up. It's, it's vast, man. Mm hmm. Um, next up, we got Fat Joe Ruby Ma all the way up. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. 
So I gave her own chain. She called me top shots, and yeah, I keep a few things. Champion sound, yeah, I got a few rings. Talking about Ross, bitch, I'm that nigga on my dick. That means I'm all the way up. Did you guys think this song would be as as popular as it was when it first came out? You know, you know how hip hop is and artists that been in the game that long, they don't have a chance to have another hit. Especially being that yeah. far along in their um in their careers. I didn't think it was going to wind up on commercials. I didn't think it was going to wind up on, you know, different ESPN shows. I didn't think, I mean, like, it was a hot song, but I didn't think it was going to make it to, like, commercial, right. you know, popularity like that. Yeah, that shit definitely blew up. Do y'all think it was the, the, the contributing factor was Remy coming home? No, my people don't care about that when they drink in Mountain Dew. <laughs> That's a fact, yo. <laughs> yo. Six years up north. Ah, okay. <laughs> oh, but I am glad that it happened after she did come home. You know how I feel about that. Like, every year she was locked up, I was pissed off. Mm-hmm. I really was. And I'm really glad that she came home. And everything is working out for her, like, career-wise, family-wise. Like, she just had that baby after she had that miscarriage, like... Oh, she just had the baby? Yeah, she had the baby like two days ago. Word, word. Happy for her, man. Shout out to Remy, man. It's always good, man. I think it was cool for her to have that exposure. Something that she really deserved all all those years. She getting her her final just due. And I think that had a... How can I put this? And I think 50 had said this, too. Where they messed up with her is to try to make her more about sex appeal and forcing it on people after right. she just did Annie up. Right. Like, I don't think right. she, she didn't come. This is my thinking now. It's like, I don't feel like it made sense to market someone like that with lyrics as crazy as that. And lyrics that was like, no, I mean, it was like a dude rapping. So you can't market it me after talk about me shooting guns and then in the same breath we talking about me having a song with Neo about sex. Like it it just doesn't seem right and and then it was like that uh what else uh um it was a Swiss beat song. Conceited. Um so did he say conceited? I I think he did do I wanna say he did. I feel like he did. I don't know. That's up for debate. Um, I'll look that up though. But it was like you know what? I they just they dropped. I think they dropped the ball in that aspect. But for her to come back out and give you like a party vibe, it show it showed a different side of Remy, and she was able to actually show you that side versus it just being told. You know. Um. But yeah, shout out to Remy. Uh, I I would would like I would like a Remy album though. Um, but you know, shout out to her. What we got next? We got uh, a Ho. Ho. Shout out to Dame Deezy. I just want you to know where I've been. 
where were you guys in your life when this song came out? And how did it affect you during that time period of your life? <laughs> told you I was right. Told you. I told you. that was the like the leading uh actress in it uh she just recently had a birthday uh damn let me try to find her name yeah she was and and lord have mercy she's a gorgeous woman um what is her name i'm not gonna give her name because that's wrong but she's beautiful um she's on ig but yeah, she did kind of like Nicole Murphy, but uh, a very beautiful woman. Boy, I can't wait to sponsor this. I'm gonna tag the shit out of her. <laughs> oh no, 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 not like that. But uh, like, oh man, uh, I mean, I would tag her in the post. Man, fuck it. I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean that. Boy, did that come out bad. <laughs> and Norm, did she just finish saying everything Corey says happens? You better calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next, <laughs> we got Black Rob. <laughs> no pun intended. Whoa. <laughs> what? No, wait. Hold up. Dang, we got it. Whoa. to bad boy. Look, I'm going to just 
say my my personal piece. Diddy always had some shooters around him, yo. Like niggas, if you listen, niggas on Bad Boy was nice. Facts. You know what I mean? And Black Rob, that fucking album was low key hard. That joint, Can I Live with the locks on Ooh. there? I think the locks on there. Oh my gosh, that that's one of my favorite joints. Like it's another joint on. I forget the name. I have this album on. Like I have it on TV. I took it from one of my mans back in the day because he played one song on there, and I was like, "Yo, that's on this album on the same album with Whoa on." He was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I right, bet it's mine now." You know what I mean? but, <laughs> no, now, thank you. <laughs> the album is actually it, it was surprisingly solid to me. I need to go back and listen to it again because I know it's some um some gems on there. I, I know for a fact it was a couple joints that I, that I had to skip, but. For the most part, for that to be, it don't sound like a bad boy album. I'm gonna just put it like that. Not at all. Like that time period, which you would expect a bad boy album to sound like it did, didn't sound like it. But I don't, I don't know. I can't really say a bad boy album. I guess not a, a Diddy or a Mace album because a big album ain't sound like that. You know what I mean? Even the Locks album, they had a couple mainstream joints on there, but it wasn't a mainstream album. So. I think the I, I think the you gotta think what's this like ninety nine, ninety eight? Yeah, so you gotta think about the time. That's a rough ride of time. So I felt like yeah, yeah. Puffy was like, yeah. All right, so I see what's going on over there. The lots is trying to get off the label. I know they fucking with Dean Wad, so I need something to keep up with the time. So Black Rob, he knew Black Rob's always been on the label, which I think all this shit is funny because all these people were on Bad Boy when Big was yeah. alive. Yeah, yep. You yep. feel me? Like so, like Loon being around, uh, Black Rob being around. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure about G Depp, but you know these people were actually around, so they had it. It was just like one of those wait your turn, and when your turn come. We're going to put the whole energy behind you. Right, right. And I think this was like kind of like Puffy way to stay in the loop of what was going on. Mm. It was definitely was like a 12-minute remix to this motherfucker, though. Yeah. Jeez, man. Man. Mm. What do you think, Stacey? You know what? What you were saying as far as like the uh you know the rough riders and honestly i kind of started phasing away from bad boy arts at that point if it wasn't something that was like a commercial song i kind of started to, to to move away from them and i was more interested in rough riders and you know what jay-z was trying to go ahead and put together with the rock that's when he went ahead and started doing like the dynasty that's when he started getting like a meal like i was paying more attention to that mm-hmm. i really wasn't paying attention to bad boy artists like that at that time i kind of felt like okay you know I love them for this long. It had their reign. Look at this new, interesting, shiny thing. I think that's where I was at. With this. I really didn't give this album the, you know, the time it, it probably deserved. I think I um the the Can I Live song. I didn't know about that song until uh until Jay Z freestyled on it. He freestyled uh, over it uh when he was on Hot ninety seven. He premiered Dear Summer. And he was going at okay. game. He was like, you playing the bang, I'm playing the bang too. Keep saying my name and entertaining your crew. Yeah, so that that's that's my introduction. Then I went back 
and listen to, I was like, damn, this shit is kind of hard, yo, these niggas really rapping, like, um, but shout out to Black Rob, man, I seen him at the, uh, the Bad Boy concert a couple years ago in Brooklyn, and it was always, it was good to see him there, you know, um, and that's pretty much the introduction to, I mean, well, not the introduction, but that's where I get the, the Puffy screams from. Puffy screaming on a record, bro. If I was a rapper, I need Puffy screaming and ad libbing on my record. Just because. You ain't got to do nothing else, nigga. And I hope I ain't got to pay you, but I know I will. But it will be coming out of the budget. Like. You know what's crazy, too? Black Rob used to come into PJs, that place that I used to bartend at. Uh huh. He used to come in there all the time. Same shit every time. Vodka and cranberry. Every time. Never deviated. Mm. So well, how is he as a person? He's cool. Like he he's a real cool dude. Like he's real laid back. He would always come in with something different every time. But it was always age appropriate. Um, <laughs> he, he was just real laid back, like because I knew when he drank all the time. I always used to have his drink ready for me. He sit back, make small talk, and he was just a real cool guy. If something was going on. He had no problem like inviting you. You know, there's a listening party. If you want to come through with your homegirls, you can. He's just real laid back, but if anything started happening, like, he didn't have a lot of patience for, like, stupid shit. Like, if the younger people started acting stupid, he's like, I don't got time for this, I'm out. Um, so he just don't want to come in, have his drink, chill out, and then if something stupid happened, he was just gone. Me so, as an adult. Nigga. Yes. I make that a punch on your face. <laughs> right. He did not. No, he definitely didn't have the patience. He definitely did not have the patience. But he was cool. Right. Um, let's see. What else? What we got next? Oh, we still keeping it bad, boy. Who had the best verse on this uh, More Money, More Problems? Was it Mace or was it Big? Decision. I, made my decision. <laughs> I made my decision. Yeah, I think yeah, I think big guy too, bro. Yeah, word. Um, let's see. What's my next question? All right. So, when Big was alive, right? Where do you think? Okay, I always I, I remember reading or seeing something on like a an interview how. Nobody wanted to rap after Mace. Um, 
do you feel like Mace gets his just due as being a really good rapper? Or do you feel like the the shit that he did trying to get away from rap overshadows the shit that he did while being in rap? Yeah, I think I feel like I feel like just on, on some lyrical shit just because he's he's been through a couple different phases. You know what I mean? He had you know what I mean, he was murder mace, then you know what I mean, he came, you know what I mean, did his bad boy thing and but even he said, you know what I mean, I was I was murder, uh did he make me pray or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like the nigga he, he always could rhyme, but I feel like you you had to know, you had to be in the loop because as time went on, I feel like he I don't want to say he got whacked, but he lost his, his edge to an extent. Because, like, back back then, like, on, on that Harlem World joint, like, that Mace was spitting. Even on the fucking, the mainstream joints, like, the shit, shit was hard. Mm-hmm. But after he came back, you know what I mean, with that well coming back, like, that shit was whack, you know what I mean? And his skill, I felt like his skill kind of kind of deteriorated a bit, you know what I mean, after that. I, I mean, I don't want to say he lost it altogether because, you know what I mean? Yeah, the G unit, you know what I mean? Era and all that. Like, the next yeah. I like that. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. I really like yeah. that Mitch Tate. <laughs> he definitely still could rhyme, but it's just, I, don't, I feel like it wasn't it wasn't as sharp, you get what I'm saying? Just, mm-hmm. I feel like him being, a, you know what I mean, doing the, the preacher thing kind of, kind of, you know what I mean, took a, took a little edge off. But, you know, he definitely still could rhyme. I ain't going to say that. It's just, you know, I think, I think it's just me just, me being an MC is just having that 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 competitive shit just trying to make sure you know I mean, your blade always sharp so mm. it's like you know when you're sparring with somebody it's like oh well, yeah you your blade a little dog you know what I mean so I kind of always notice just little just subtle shit you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um did does Mace crack your top 10 top 20 top 30 oh oh I'm glad when you said top 10, I was like, negative, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, nigga, no. Because I just feel like when it comes to Mace, I don't think... Okay, prime example. When he came out with that cam disc, niggas was like, damn, that shit was hard. But like, it's like the nigga can rap. It's just the, the stupid shit... Distracts you because it's stupid yeah. shit, and you looking at him like, "Yo, come on, yo, like, c- come the fuck right, on, right, right, right. focus, right. focus, like on one thing. If you're not gonna do this, not gonna do it. But if you want to rap, right. rap, cause your flow is amazing. Yeah. yeah, you know we got we we have fab off of a mace flow. You feel right. me? Like it's like, come on, man. Yeah, so does that statement rain true? Don't don't leave while you're hot. That's how that's how it may screwed up. Does yeah. that make that statement true? I feel like yeah. 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 It's kinda like Barry Sanders. <laughs> that's real. It's like, you know, you left at a point that at that time, like outside of like like within hip hop, he was whole. Within hip hop, he was whole. Not business wise, but with the, he was the top guy and he just Gave it up. No. Nigga Mace, man. He the reason I wear my fit is the way I do, nigga. <laughs> hey, Mr. Beffer. 
yeah, man. But you know, and then it was like he went, he went to So So Dev, did the Harlem World deal, and yeah. then it was just like, yeah, you can't even find that shit on uh, Apple Music. Figure it out, Larry Jackson, please. Damn it. Amongst other things. Yeah, uh, yeah. And stop messing my people's playlist up, man. Y'all need me in that building, bro. Y'all need to hire me so I can dictate what the fuck is going on. This shit is getting out of hand. Who I need to talk to? Shit. Um, what do we got next? Uh, ooh, Outcast. Bombs over Baghdad. Yeah. Ooh. You can't stop the train. Does Buster Rhymes and Outkast have any records together? Mm, that's a good-ass question. I'm not sure. Right. Let's look at that one. Word. I mean, I feel that particular flow... Yeah. I, yeah. Can you imagine... Can you imagine them having Buster Rhymes on a remix to that during that time period? Hmm. Imagine Oof. that energy. Like, oh, my sheesh. Boy. That's... That's an eerie yeah, that's scary. Shit, spooky out here. Wow. Yeah, but uh, bombs over Baghdad. I remember that being on one of Sister Park. I remember the colorful videos. Um, do you feel like with Outkast, do they get the proper respect as a group up north as they do down south? Are they cherished? I think it depends on what age group you're talking to. Mm. Mm. Like my brother, my brother and all them, like my brother, what? Like 44, 45. Them niggas, they, yeah, they, they tell you. They, yeah, they, they respect the shit out of cash, you know what I mean? But I feel like it kind of fades out with us, you know what I mean? Like you got to. Couple of us that'd be like, yeah, okay, but then you got most of us that'd be like, oh, 3,000. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's so. So, you know, that's, uh, it's just depending on who you talk to. I think the whole naming 3,000 shit is because you don't hear them often, so you just long for yeah. the music. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with, like, you know, his, his skill set. I'm not discrediting him as an artist. But I am going to say, because we don't hear the music often, and we hear Big Boy extremely often, th- then it's like, oh, man, I wonder what he's doing. It's right. like it's like when you break up with your when your girl and you still love her. Oh, man, I wonder what she's doing. <laughs> it's why people still keep buying Lauren Hill tickets. Like, you don't know what you're doing. bing bong. That's a fact. I, I think they just got, you got hope. That's exactly, you're exactly right, Stacey. <laughs> yep, yep. They just got hope. I hope she show up. I hope she can perform the way she needs to perform. Wait three, four hours and see what happens. And you know what's crazy? She's only doing one album. Yep. She's 
23 years ago? Yo, <laughs> was it like 23 crazy. years ago? That shit bugged me out, bro. Was it 20, was it 20 or 23? Maybe I think it was it's 20. 90. I think, no, it was actually right at 20, yeah. Yeah, I think they just celebrated 20 years this year. All for one album. <laughs> one yeah. one nigga. She cracked the code. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, I don't feel like performing tonight. Nigga, you know, one album. <laughs> that nigga's King Joffy Joe for fucking make them wait. That nigga does not care. Oh! She does. <laughs> Yo. Yo, it's, it's, I can't believe in 2018 she's still a person that can headline some shit. Festivals, big festivals at that. Right. Dang, yo, she cracked the fucking cold. <laughs> All over the world. All over the world. Yeah, so you're a scam artist. Real. <laughs> 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 you're a swiper. Big camera. Uh next up I got uh LL Cool J Ten Million Stars. I remember hearing this song on a DJ K Slay mixtape. And I was like, God damn this shit is grimy. Give to the end because I it's ten million stars. So what I just played is the end of 10 million stars and he says Ellsworth paper ask Def Jam who put him up in the skyscraper ask my dogs up in 05 who made a major LL player alright so LL Cool J is the first artist to be signed to Def Jam um, and the reference to 05 is FUBU what is LL Cool J's impact on our culture and has anybody was he like one of the first to have this impact and still succeed to this day with it I think so <clears throat> very much so because for one niggas gotta remember LL got on when he was like 16 you mm -hmm. know what I mean nigga was a fucking kid and then the way he was rhyming like on bad and all of that shit like the nigga was rhyming, and to see how much he transcended past that, like, if you want to be technical, it may have been on a smaller, no, I don't even want to say a smaller scale, it may have just been, I guess, overlooked, but if you want to look look at it like 90s wise, you know what I mean, 80s music, you know what I mean, I think, um, it might have been, it might have been Tigger, it was on one of them uh, BET shows back in the day. But somebody compared him and Will Smith to each other. They was like, how do you feel about that? Because they were pretty much on that same level. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? At one point, you know what I'm saying? And 
I don't even want to say at one point because LL was still doing major shit, you know what I mean, from the cop shows and all that and movies and everything. But I think um, LL did so much and continuously is still doing so much for us, you know what I mean, just entertainment-wise. I don't even say just in hip-hop. Entertainment-wise, he broke down so many doors for us. And the dude, is he's a fucking legend. Like, you can't take that from him at all, you know what I mean? He just, yeah, I feel like he doesn't get the credit he deserves when it comes to that, you know what I mean? Because he's done so fucking much, you know what I mean? And it's just, like, surprise shit I can't even talk about. It's a whole nother fucking conversation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, nigga's historic. Hmm. Um. What do you think, Stacey? You got anything to add to no. that? No, I don't disagree at all. I mm. mean, like, like you stated before, like he was the first artist on Death Jam, and we saw where that went, and he just never refused to fail. Like this nigga was saying, "Don't call it a comeback." In the fucking ninety, and you know, another decade later, like he's still there, still relevant, still making music. Because what this album came out like what two thousand one or two? Yeah, so I can't disagree with anything Norm said. Right. Next up, we got Young Money. Fuck the bull. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, cut up, give me light. But I prefer protect Fully loaded with it To the ceiling with it More money than you ever seen, nigga Aight, Drizzy, Drake, love Kill a game, no one recovers the murder weapon Young angel, if you hate me, tell me burn in heaven How'd you sleep on me? The highest earning freshman Like your third infection I hope you learned your lesson Uh, are you Do you guys want Another Young Money compilation? Mm, okay, so... No. I thought I was going to take some deep thought, but just... Nah. I'm good. I feel like now the way everybody is and the way that everything is separated, the way the business has gone down, you kind of just want everybody to just go on their own way and just prosper. Yeah. Like, A couple songs here it. and there. Yeah, like, that's cool, but a whole... I mean, and this compilation was great, because this is pretty much... This was, like, the intro of Young Money. Like, this is when you knew, like, they got a real roster here, and they're really making music and hits, but I, I'm good now in 2018. Yeah. Is is it because they already... Because they moved on and became established artists? Yeah. Mm. And the drama. For me, it's both. It's the drama and, and the, the individual stardom that happened. Right. Yeah, cause that that other that other the the follow up to this was pretty fucking bad. Yeah, you could tell niggas wasn't in the studio together. Let's see what we got. Uh, next up, we got Brown Paper Bag, DJ Khaled with a hella Classic. hella people. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go. Breaks 
make perfect, I'm relaxing at rehearsal. I'm a motherfucking professional, like Herschel Walker. The talk of the game is I, but I wonder when they still be talking after I die. But that's not important. That right there. Do you think Wayne would be appreciated once he passes on? Absolutely. What? What kind of question is that? You think so, Norm? Oh, the world would stop. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, yeah. Do you? But okay, all right. So, do you think? Let me, let me, let me build this question up a little bit more. Do you think Wayne will be appreciated like a Biggie and a Tupac once he passes? Like these kids, you know how like, um. Kids coming up now, like sometimes they they come in contact with Biggie music and they become obsessed with Biggie's music. Right, um, right, do you right. think the same thing would happen for kids that are let's say let's say a kid that's like four right now, and mm-hmm. let's say thirty years later, you think they have the same exception? Uh, I'm sorry, um, had the same uh, what the fuck word I'm looking for? Obsession of Wayne as people that were four. And a 34 now with, you see what I'm saying? Like years after, like the music is all said and done. Everything's established. Even if him not passing on, just him being like an older artist. Do you think these kids would actually enjoy his music and go back and listen to it like that? Great question. Um, I'm not sure, bro, because it's no telling what they're going to enjoy. Or what their music is gonna sound like sonically, they might be listening to fucking like robot sounds. So <laughs> I, like, I, I don't know. Like I really, I would like to say yes, but it, it's so it's so scary to me just being like a such a hip hop purist and, and everything. Hearing how rap music sounds now, you know what I mean. So if they if they don't have any, I guess influence like tied to it or nothing leading them there I feel like it would be like a foreign language just because of how detached you know things are now it's you got little rap dudes little druggy niggas that come out of nowhere I mean and blow up you know what I mean these kids be like oh this is so and so you be like who the fuck is this <laughs> so I mean I would like to I would like to say yeah but I don't know but I'm gonna I'm a maintain hope hmm Famous Dex is uh, nodding off on his IG live. It looks so sad, bro. Oh. He was nodding off bad. Like in the middle of smoking and singing a song, he nodded off. This is the saddest shit I've seen in a really long time. And you know, we see this shit all the time in Baltimore. Yeah. Just watching a nigga nod off. But, that lean. Bro, uh. it's, in, it's impeccable. It's impeccable. It's sad, yo. But, um... Yeah, shout out to Wayne. Wayne, I feel like I don't know who has the best. Who has the best verse, Stacey? Oh, that's why a do tough you do one. this to me? That's I a tough one. Norm, swap questions. Let's go back in time. I want the first question. <laughs> <laughs> you to answer that one. No, no, wait. I need that one. No. <laughs> Honestly, I got to listen to the song again. I haven't listened to the song in years. I just know I still love it to give an honest opinion. Yeah. I don't want to just say some shit just for sport. I really do got to listen to it again. I feel like I feel like Wayne had a good verse. I do feel like Fat Joe verse is probably the most important, simply because he was talking about how, you know, during this time period, niggas really wasn't listening to Terra Squad, and then, yeah. then Khaled came through and put it, yeah. literally what he said, put it on his back and gave them that boost again. That's real. 
You feel me? And you know, shout out to Cali. Uh, next up, we got uh, that's not it. Next up, we got P Diddy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I feel like back to what Norman would say, he always had shooters around him. This three-headed monster that he had with him, G Depp, and Black Rob during that time period, nobody was fucking with that. Nobody was fucking with that. No, he had that. He had the less get it than the bad boy for life. They controlled that summer. He was home shaking their ass off around what? this time. Yay! Hey. <laughs> yeah, bad boy for life. I'm looking at the chat listing right now. Yo. Diddy. What? That was my jam. Yeah. Too. I'm going to lie. That was, that's one of them feel good hip hop songs. Right, right, right. <laughs> mm hmm. And you know what's crazy? I remember they, uh, a lot of people don't know that. It's a remix to Let's Get It. It's a remix to Let's Get It. And it was, only thing I remember it being on was this Rockefeller mixtape called Empire Strikes Back, hosted by DJ Envy. And it, the remix had the bad boy Young Guns on it. I can't, I think the kid name, it was a white dude. His name was Kane or something like that. Um, I want to say... Oh, man, who else? I want to say Loon was on it. It was somebody else, too. But it was dope. It was a dope remix. I, I mean, can't find it now. Oh, next up, we have uh, Wonderful, Ja Rule, Ashanti, R. Kelly. Gotta keep the cash coming and that's on my life. I don't like how they be doing rule, yo. I hate that shit, yo. But the wonderful was. But at the same time, too, he keep putting himself on stage. No, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> hey, yo. Don't go ahead, Stacey. Sorry. <laughs> yo, I just. What else was on this album? This is a rule album. Um, oh, New York was on here. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, wonderful. I, I love I love the song. I feel like it had a lot to do with R. Kelly at the time. This is 2004. And 2004 was like, you know, you go to R. Kelly, you can get a hit. And I feel like he, I feel like Rule never reached the same plateau he did with the other songs he had prior but I do feel like every so often he could come with a good song that people would love. But they won't admit that. Excuse me. They won't admit that they love it, but they love it. But this song had a lot to do with R. Kelly. There's a remix to this with more Ashanti on it. But um, he sunk his heart out on this motherfucker. But um, shout, shout out to my nigga Rule, bro. He supposed to be here, uh, I think, next month. I, I might go. I might go, yo. You know what I'm saying? Just to see how he go. Uh, next up, we got Freeway Flipside. Woo! 
Um, I I love this video. <laughs> like this goddamn video, whole popping out of the corner, in between niggas. I like I ain't whole probably know what I know. It's called an old spots. Um, my fault. Go ahead, no. Oh no, you saying was somebody going on in that video? Yeah, it was. It was a fuckload. <laughs> They were on a stage or something, right? If I remember correctly, it was like a big party, or am I tripping? Yeah, like a block party. I think so. Yeah, block okay. party. Yes, it was. Yeah, they um. This is when Rockefeller is like, their height, their height. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, you. I don't care what nobody said. I don't care if you didn't. You wasn't a Jay Z fan. Everybody had a point in their childhood that they wanted to be. In Rockefeller, or they modeled their lifestyle or the way they dress around Rockefeller Records. Like it's impossible for you to ever say that never happened. It just was a that the culture yeah, impact was incredible. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, they they I feel like they cover every base. You know what I mean? It's, it's at least like one time period, or one era, one crew, one I guess. Yeah, uh, my phone died. No, I'm pretty sure we about to get a call, call back in a second. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah yo, my fault. Yo, my phone died, yo. Oh, man, this shit still was recording? Oh, shit. Yeah, we were like, how? Because you initiated it, like, how? And then, like, no one went back and started looking at, like, the call history. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the video my bad. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Culture Impact of Rockefeller Records. See, uh, we got to speed this up. We got a couple more songs left. Uh, yeah, so let's just go to, uh, we in this bitch 1.5, uh, DJ Drama featuring Drake and Pluto. Pluto. This is when I knew personally. This is when I knew that uh, Future and Drake sound good on records together, and they could probably produce a good album together. Hmm. And they did. Yeah, what a time to be alive. No pun. Hmm. <laughs> um. Uh. Drake, what what do you think is Drake's infatuation with Atlanta and just Atlanta artists? Like, why do you think he clings to their their sound so much? Damn, these questions are getting better and fucking better. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you. You got a point there. Do you think he's <clears throat> shout out to Lee? He uh, he says that Jay is a wave runner. So do you feel like the same with Drake? Do you feel like that that is that what you're saying? Like with the fresh and new thing that 
in order for him to survive, he has to find out what's new, be ahead of the curve, and then embrace it as if he did it yeah. himself? Absolutely. Like, you're a part of it. Like, he finds what's about to happen, and then he gets in there. Like, look what happened with Blockboy JB. And yeah. now he came in with the city girls. Like, it's like whoever mm-hmm. he sees potential and he knows he's going to go somewhere, he gets in there, like, from the gate. That Drake stimulus package. Huh? That Drake stimulus package. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Shout out to him. Shout out to Future. I'm. I'm getting like like we said a couple uh, episodes ago. He's getting kind of tired of Future, but you know, shout out to him. Uh. Let's see. Uh. Next up, this is going to be good. Philly's most wanted cross the border. Watch the most start tripping, post start tripping. Yeah. Tell her my name, boo, you know we all hit him. But look, my man, I got three drinks in these stuff. And, and I ain't trying to talk, talk. I'm, I'm trying to fuck. fuck. If your pussy gets wetter, chicks, I never sweater. I'm getting all the cheddar, yeah. bitch, we... When you go back and listen to this album, the Neptunes pretty much did this whole fucking album, yo. Uh-huh. And you gotta think, like, the Neptunes were, like, known, but can you imagine... In 2018, getting a whole album produced by the Neptunes, and you're not nerds. Right, right. Like, this album was so... This album is incredible. And this shows... this. Okay, I'll point out something. This shows longevity on this. This remix has Fab and the clips on it. Wow. So that this album came out in 2001. And here we are, 17 years later. Is it 2001? Yup, 2001. This album, Cross the Border, I remember the first time I heard this, it was um, MTV Jams, and I thought this second verse was Memphis Bleak. <laughs> like, they just sound like niggas that would be signed to Rockefeller. Ironically, Rockefeller did try to sign them, but it didn't go through. But, um, what do you remember about Philly's Most Wanted? Oh, no, no, no. Norm? No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did we lose Norm now? What just happened? <laughs> said, oh, uh, man. Did it got quiet. <laughs> I remember seeing them niggas a lot on Rap City. And, uh, it took me a while to get used to the Neptune beats because that was the first time um, I really heard them. So it sounded like real spaced out. And, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the group? What's the other group from fucking from Philly? Uh, major figures? Uh, nah, Major Fig Bong. Gilly Group. Reminded me a lot of them. Reminded me a lot of them. Just like the, the, the sound. You know what I mean? The other joint. Yeah, that's uh You know what I mean? That shit was just, it sounded like that to me. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard for me to differentiate. Differentiate. My bad. Um, I, this album was really good. I remember like, probably like three months ago, I just sat and listened to the album real randomly. And I was like, damn, this shit was actually pretty hard. Like... You know, they, they did everything they were supposed to do. It just, you know, shit happens that way sometimes. Next up, we got Snoop Dogg, Charlie Wilson, Justin Timberlake, Signs. Ooh, that feel-good music. With Charlie, I need Uncle Charlie. Stop. 
is why I appreciate Snoop Dogg all these years later. Because I didn't know who Charlie Wilson was. Until this. Until like I didn't I didn't I was like I didn't realize that he was the one doing outstanding. I didn't realize that was him from the Gap Band. You know, so for Snoop to, you know, bring him back and embrace him and we get in the music and then at that point Charlie Wilson started the last name first name Charlie. Last name Wilson. We get music like that, it, it helps. And now I could go back and listen to the Gap Man and enjoy the music even more because it's like I got put on by Snoop. You know, um, shout out to Snoop. This was a really good album. Snoop, Snoop just be coming out with albums. That gospel album was really, really good. Um, which is crazy to crazy to hear. Um, let's see. Uh, where we at? Where we at? Uh, let's see. Next up, we got Missy Elliott, One Minute Man, featuring Ludacris. Obviously, the the remix was a better, better uh, record. Um, I remember the first time I heard this song. The first time I heard it was actually it was the Ludacris and Trina version. It was on a DJ Clue mixtape, and then for the actual video, they had Trina and um, Luda. Uh, shout out to MTV Jams because they was the only one that showed uh, Trina shaking that ass. Um, <laughs> boy, I love that shit. Boy, did I love that shit. I, boy, I stayed up. I said, ooh, she gonna shake her booty. That fat ass butt. <laughs> that fat ass butt. Yeah. Boy, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Three seconds. <laughs> Man, I used to be so mad at BET. Like, oh, y'all cut my part out? Oh, y'all don't want me to have fun tonight. Bet. <laughs> Fuck Rap City. <laughs> you, better wait for, you better wait for uncut. <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen. Hey, what that thing smelled like was my song. <laughs> it was that. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Ain't nothing like money in a Ziploc bag. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Smash with the cash. Man, shout out to Black Jesus. That's what that thing smelled like. Oh my God. Yeah. One of them shits was shot down on Dom, and I feel like it was what that thing smelled like. Oh my God. Yeah. Boy, those were the days, man. Tip drill was cool to me up until I realized one of them joints looked like young Chris in the face. I was like, oh, this is weird. This is weird. That was weird. <laughs> it's like, this is weird, bro. Where the other bitch is at? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, but I always think of, on a hand, I always think a handstand when I think of BT Uncut. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Those are the days. 3 o'clock, 3.30. <laughs> Boy, we was lit. Man. Oh, man. Good thing I'm an adult now. <laughs> um, next up, we got Cardinal Official. Going in. Let 
get yoked. Gonna love it when I rap this way. See the man, I'm in the back. Eyes low with the custom made Blue Jays hat. That's my people. Makes these little punks get tight. We laugh hard because we're showing your flaws like black light. I ain't never begged nobody for nothing in my life. Trust, Trust me, I'm quick to make a crack. Smoking my wife, I'm going in. I love this fucking album. I love this album, yo. I feel like he's a very underrated artist for some reason. But music has always been incredible. Um, let's start. What we got? Uh, woo! From the the album Doggy Style, ain't no fun. You're back now at the Jack Off Hour. This is deep. Last night, baby. Before you open up your gas. Hey, time out, yo. Alright, so when he performed this at the Source Awards, he had to do the edited version. So it was like, So you gave me all your loving, and you even washed my drawers. I was, I was like, No, no, no. No, she, she, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want to hear edited version, like. And I break you all. That day, baby. Just lay back and open your mouth. Cause I've never met a girl. How proud do you think Nate Dogg would be of Ty Dollar? Hmm. Huh. I'm extremely like, I mean, I'm kind of sad for Ty right now. Yeah. Considering all that stuff, but I feel like if there's anything like the first thing that I ever think about when I think of Ty is like he's just a legacy. Like I think he's the perfect prodigy or lead up or sequel to Nate Dogg. Like there's a lot of people who you know sing on you know in on hip hop songs, but it's just something about Ty that just is so reminiscent of Nate Dogg. I don't see why he wouldn't. And Nate was always good about still working with new artists even mm -hmm. after that. He, they would have had a song together. Definitely. 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 It'd probably been them two and Snoop Dogg. Mm -hmm. They probably would have gone back and forth on that shit. I'm pretty sure they have some Nate Dogg vocals they can they can like get to Ty Dollar or something like. Yeah, it's, yeah, that would be great if they could figure that out because if Nate was alive, it would have had to happen. Like, there's no way, no way. I really hope he beats this thing. I need Ty Dolla Sign music. Like, I can't. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I need that music in my life. I ain't gonna lie. When the news came out for the arrest, I was hurt. I was like, damn, not my nigga. Yeah. Like, damn, yo. But I ain't gonna hold you. You looking at Ty Dolla, you can kind of see that he he probably <laughs> dibbling, dabbling some other shit. Like, <laughs> that, that whole rock and roll experience kind of thing. It's like, eesh. I don't know. 
Uh, next up, what we got? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, wait, go back. And then at the end of the verse, in the uh, I think it's corrupt verse. He be like, "You old trick ass bitch, it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none." Shout out to Mariah Carey for sampling that too for Heartbreak. Um, uh, next up, Busta Rhymes, touch it. Do y'all remember when this came out? Nigga, what? Hmm. What? That that shit. That shit was incredible. Yeah, fuck my head up. Yeah. I think what? What was it? Was it the beat? I think it was. It was a mix of that and how much rhyme to it. Because remember, every time the beat changed, he would calm down and then turn back up. He would turn it up mm-hmm. and then like speed up the flow and then have more intensity with it. And then when the beat was switched back with the clap, he was, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was fire because he was he put that out. After a little hiatus, you know what I mean? He was quiet for a while and came out with that. And it was like, yo, Buster still fucking got it. Mm-hmm. Um, this remix. Wow. Yo, he had like four of them bitches. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like the, I like the DMX, I like the DMX one the best. Only because of how it started off. And instead of, you know, the touch it, bring it, it's like a different... Sample, it's like fire, fuse it, bring it, it's, it's, I guess it was like, they had a longer sample for the intro, but they just shortened it for touch it, but then they put it, the longer form on the DMX version, so it was the DMX version by itself, then it was the Missy, Rod Digger, and Mary J. Blige, then it was the Pat Poose and Lloyd Banks one, so which one do you guys prefer? And the Pat Poose one. That was the only really remember. No, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I think the only one that I really remember is the one that you mentioned before with Rod Digger and like Missy. I don't remember the one with Pat Poose and Lloyd. I'm pretty sure I heard it. I just don't remember. That's the one. Uh, Pat Poose is like five fingers of death. You don't understand. I got uh, me. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty good breakdown too. Like. For for Pat Poose to come out with that, I I think that that was a pretty good debut for him. Hmm. On a main scale, a main scale kind of thing, you know. Um, but he was signed to him. That didn't really last too long. But it, the good thing about stuff like that is it's no it, it it does it's not show any ill will to like Buster Rhymes because Buster Rhymes done had some artists and they just haven't really. I don't think any artist under Busta Rhymes has done as good as OT Genesis. OT Genesis. Yeah. I can't name anybody else. And that goes to show now that you really don't need to be signing with these other artists. Yeah. Because honestly, you don't even really associate. You don't even think about them being associated with each other. Like, yeah. like you don't. You forget. Yeah. They're even associated with each other. Yeah. And you got to think. OT Genesis ain't missed yet when it comes to records. Oh, no. Like, 
at all. So he's like, he's on like a lower scale of like a, a six nine for the most part, like with hits. What's the song he has with Two Chains? Uh. Hey. Oh, that's my shit. Oh, uh, it's it's on the fuck. It's on the same album thick. that the Coca joins on. No, it's thick. thick. It's thick. thick. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's one of my inner hood rat songs. <laughs> 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 Let's see what we got next. Tap into that part of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Tap in. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's the third crown hits me. I'm in the middle of a dance floor. Don't. Talk to me, don't touch me. It's about to happen. Nah, <laughs> mm-hmm, nigga, back up. Back up, nigga. Mm-hmm. Right. This T-step is deadly. Back right. up. This ain't our dance, nigga. Go somewhere else. Like, no. This, <laughs> this ain't our dance. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Go back over there with your little friends. Mm-mm. Yo. Nah. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Last, lastly, I got... Uh, future mass off. Damn, that was loud. to the regular version of this i really hated this remix and i don't feel like it was needed for kendra lamar to be on this remix mm, that was wrong yeah right yeah it just it's kind of like i feel like <laughs> i'm not gonna hold you i feel like when it comes to future remixes they just don't hit that's like when i heard uh nas on um nas on Schoolboy cool schoolboy Q studio the remix I was like what the fuck is this yeah. or hearing Nas on We Them Boys remix it was just like why why are we, what are we doing here maybe it's Nas I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> like yo you're not needed for stuff but this particular remix was some shit maybe Khaled suggested it I don't know he probably did. That shit was terrible. Yeah, man, but Mask Off, it's a dope song. Uh, the beat is wow. The instrumentation of the beat is what got me. Um, Not so much as his verses, because it's like, you know, meh. But, um, yeah, man, not going to spend too much time on Future, because I, I just want to see him... Like, I think he said, Stacey, he needs to, like, regroup, go back and regroup and get, you know, I guess. Yeah, because right now, it ain't it. Nothing he's doing right now is that Juice World shit was garbage. That last album was garbage. Honestly, I'm still pissed off that he was on that song with, was that Top Off or Top, what was the song with uh, with Jay-Z and Beyonce that he was screaming all over? He had no business on that song. Like, it's just, he's just declining. <laughs> Yo, he did. And you know what? When people were saying that before, I just was like, 
I mean, I ain't seen nothing wrong with it. But then when you look back to it, this thing is really just yelling. And yeah. it's not needed. They could have just played the the, the beat. <laughs> or them just saying the, the breakdown of the word top off. Yeah. Or oh, Maybach, rather. Sure. They don't need Future. They didn't need... Beyonce and Jay-Z didn't need Future. Like, he really had no business on that damn song. Mm-hmm. Oh, shout out to uh, Buju. What's his name? Yeah. Yeah, he just... He just came home. Um, I actually sat and listened to the music. As I gotten older, I have appreciated reggae music and dancehall music a lot more. Growing up, I really didn't like it, and my sister would always try to put me onto a shout out to Yaya. She has a birthday today, but um, I I always, you know, as I gotten older, I was just like, damn, this shit is kind of like mellowing and beautiful, like so. Especially when they play that shit in like any New York spot. I'll be like, oh, y'all want to dance? Oh, y'all want to wind? I like that. Now, not, not, not all of it isn't melodic. Y'all know y'all be going to some of them spots and all you hear is poom poom. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> Yo, it's just. It should be poom poom fest. But first off, that's when them niggas get the dancing, be dancing with the women. They be throwing them on them and they be like, nigga, your pelvis don't hurt. Because I know my pelvis would hurt. Like. Genetically predisposed, homie. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so any, any final words, man? Uh, plug away, good people. You know, the council, we got y'all on Saturday. My Myself, Norm, uh, Lowe, and J.R. Swift. Uh, what else we got, man? Class of 99 on the way, man. It's coming, man. It's coming. You know, as I always end this, Baltimore County forever. Good night. Good people.